Bro, that's, that one you posted about uh, Brady? Yeah. That was insane. Yeah, that's one of my favorites, dude. I was so blessed to capture his last season. Um, he announced, when I got the job, he had announced retirement the yep, first time. You were like, oh, So dude, I was like, oh, great. Terrible who, who am I going to film now? <laughs> What is going on, y'all? Welcome back to this TikTok podcast. We are back on home turf in Tampa, Florida with our good friend Nathan. What's going on, man? What's going on, guys? How's it going? going Bro, good? just destroyed all of us with the fit. <laughs> I had to show out for you guys. I had to show out. The out. Travis Scotts, huh? Come on now. Come the on NFL's now. gifting you those? Or what? Up there real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're a little those dirty, fire, but, you know, you got They look wear, better you dirty, wear them, honestly, so. bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to wear, wear, wear your grails. Exactly. We're girls. We're all sneakerheads here, so respect to that. There we go. But, uh, bro, let's dive in a little bit to your story. Um, and so for the audience, just for some background, the way we initially connected is you shot uh, a lot of the event that we did in Tampa in yeah. October for Klein Ascension. Yeah. And so, I mean, those pictures and videos made it all over the Internet. Um, and so for the guys out there that saw those, this was one of the guys behind the whole operation. Yeah, just a small piece. Us, that was a big operation you guys did. <laughs> yeah. So just happy to be a part of it. Bro, that's so. the, that lead up to the event was so funny because we've done in-person events for a while now. And like every time we do one, we're always like, there's not enough content after. Yeah. Like we wish we captured more of it. So like the week before the event, we had like three videographers. I'm yeah. like, dude, I'm just going to hire like three more. <laughs> and I'm like starting reaching out to everyone. I'm like, all right, you. There was uh, a whole team. Abby, like there was like 10 people. There was a lot of content. <laughs> it was out insane, there. It was bro. Crazy. People were like getting in the way of each other and stuff. We had so we have so much footage. We don't even know what to do with it. Yeah. Um, but tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into videography. Yeah. So um, currently I'm a professional sports videographer in the St. Pete, Tampa area. Um but how I got into it was the whole, I guess, travel filmmaking space. Like, I don't know if y'all are familiar with like Jay Alvarez or yep. the Sam Colders, um, those kind of people. Um, I grew up on an island uh, called Amelia Island right next to Jacksonville. Um, so it was really, you know, tropical vibes, travel destination. And mm -hmm. so I would see these videos in middle school and high school. And I was like, I can do these videos. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm in a cool place. So why not? Um, so I think it was gosh, freshman or sophomore year of high school, one of my buddies was really into photography. And I was like, okay, I think it'd be really cool to get into videography. Yeah. Um, we can both just kind of travel, create content, do whatever. Um, and so I borrowed my mom's old rinky-dink camera that <laughs> had like one video setting. I think it was a Nikon something. But anyways, um, started just doing videos for hobby. Um, would create, you know, summer recap videos with, you know, with the boys. Um, and it just kind of started from there. Um, yeah, that's kind of where I got my love for it. And it was really just a hobby um, up until probably four or five years ago. Uh, I've been doing this as like a full-time job. So, wow. yeah. So how did that kind of like merge with, I guess, entrepreneurship in a way, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so when you were doing video as a hobby like yeah. did you ever have the idea of like i want to do this full time and be like an entrepreneur doing video or was it kind of just like for fun at the time i mean at the time it was really just for fun um i was a big uh high school athlete like i just wanted to go to college for sports um every kid's dream just you know yep. just to go pro whatever they can do to get you What's know for? uh tennis nice. yeah so, tennis oh i was gonna guess baseball no it was baseball at first and then uh i think it got to freshman year i picked um, baseball over tennis because okay. I enjoyed baseball more as a team sport and 
um, just love playing with the guys. And then I sucked. So I was like a, ba- <laughs> I was like a backup catcher. Um, <laughs> okay. And so, but I had a lot of fun. And then uh, that next year, my sophomore year, I chose to go tennis. I was a lot better at tennis. Um, and then, yeah, I played one year of junior college tennis. Um, so, yeah, I got a little bit of a taste for Those college. European guys are, are nasty, bro. Dude, I was the only American on the team. <laughs> only American on the team. Um, and it was such a blast. Like, yeah. those guys are – they they. <laughs> I was on the bottom of the totem pole. They took it to another level. But um, anyways – so I, I had always just focused on sports, um, didn't really think it could be anything. And at yeah. the time in uh, 2014, 2015, when I was like a freshman in high school, it was not a desired job. It wasn't something where people thought of that as something they would want to be when they grew up. It was yeah. kind of like very niche. Um, so I didn't think of it. Um, and then I wanted to be, if not a professional tennis player, I wanted to be a physical therapist. Um, I wanted to stay in the sports world. So I went through high school, it was a hobby. And then um, freshman year, uh, I started doing some vlogging and, you know, at the tennis tournaments we would go to, um, just, you know, having fun in college. Um, Those uh, videos are probably... They're trash. But hilarious. They're, but they're fun. <laughs> they're funny to look back on. I'm glad I did it. Um, and then in between that time, I also had a lot of entre- entrepreneurial thoughts. Um, okay. Like I tried starting an apparel brand. Um, I tried making my own headbands. Um just a bunch of stuff that kind of led uh, me to want to be my own boss and start my own business. Um, and then when I when I dropped out of school, um, I took a semester off and I was planning on going back. Um, I had met my now wife uh, at that school. Wow. So um, I dropped out. I met my now wife. And then I was like, oh, I need to go back to that school because she was there. She was there. Um, and during that semester off, I uh, started just kind of exploring the freelance videography world. It was kind of growing a little bit um, in, I guess, 2019. And so started doing some freelance gigs. And my mom is a realtor. So she would have me come out and make some, you know, videos for her listings. Exactly. Mom's a real one, bro. Yeah. I know what you're going to (laughs) say. Yeah, yeah. You do? All right. And (laughs) so this is is the crazy part is um, she would give me some jobs here and there. And then when it was time to go back to school, she was the one who told me to not go back to school. She was like, wow, she was like, did you, was that what you're going to say? Yeah. And she was like, yeah, you're not going to go back to school. Like, I think you should stay here um, and pursue this because you're doing very well. And I was like, and I wasn't doing well. I was just like, <laughs> yeah. I was just making videos. And, uh, <laughs> and I was like, no, like my, my girlfriend's at school. Like I still have eligibility to play. Like I want to transfer, do all this stuff. And my mom was like, if you want to go back, you can pay for it. I was like, well, <laughs> I guess I'm staying home. So, wow, um, dude. Damn. That's like the yeah. total opposite of what you hear like exactly. for, for everyone else. Total opposite of what we went through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so <laughs> my mom was like, you have to go to school. <laughs> yeah. And so I was very blessed. Like my mom, um, she's also very entrepreneurial. And I mean, mom knows best. Yeah. So obviously I had a lot of questions and a lot of um, back talk. And um, our relationship at that point wasn't very, wasn't doing very well. But now looking back on it, it's like, I mean, like she was my hero. Like yeah. she, she made all of this possible. Like dude, her and God. So, you know, it's, Shout it's a blessing. Her, bro. Yeah, she's awesome. So, so you mentioned you talking through the phase of not going back to school, yeah. leading into doing sports work. Yep. How did you land those first couple clients and gigs? Yeah. So, gosh, um, I'm a big Gary Vee fan. Yep. Um, Same. All I, of us too, I bro. Don't, exactly. I don't think I would have 
half of the clients that I have without Gary V. Just um, YouTube content. Just YouTube content. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I bought I bought one of his books, uh, Jab Crushing Jab it? or Jab Jab Jab, jab, jab right, right hook. hook. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I just started indulging in his content and. Um, after I found out I wasn't going back to school, I was like, man, I, I really got to make this work and like not regret taking this route. Yeah. So, um, started binging Gary V all the time. <laughs> and then it was one of his videos where he talked about, um, the consistency of his outreach, like how many people that you should DM and how many, yep. you know, and like the worst they can say is no and all this other stuff. So that's what I did. Um, but before that, um, I knew I wanted to stay in the sports world. Uh, I did not want to film weddings. I didn't want to film <laughs> buildings and stuff. So <laughs> wanted to be in the sports world and figure out how to make it work. Um, so my approach was I looked up like hashtags on Instagram and it was all of like, uh, I lived in near Jacksonville. So I looked up Jacksonville athletes or D1 athletes or whatever I could to find yep. like athletes that were doing hashtags. And so I landed probably like a lot of um, free work but it was really just to build my portfolio. Um, so I got to work with Alex Fudge. He's now in the Lakers, which is really cool. But at the time, he was That's a five-star high school prospect. Um, he was one of my first, not even client. He was just, I made him a free video and we called it that. <laughs> um, and uh, so I started doing you know videos like that. Um, got Alex Fudge, got a couple other athletes in the area. And then um, my first year out of college, um, I got my first quote unquote, real job in the sports world. Um, I reached out to a quarterback trainer in the Jacksonville area and he trained, well, he still trains like a lot of SEC quarterbacks, pro quarterbacks. And I'm a huge Georgia Bulldog fan, huge Georgia fan. Oh man. And uh, I used to live there. So um, we're Alabama fans. Oh, come <laughs> on. But uh, yeah, so he, he trains uh, Carson Beck, who's Georgia's okay, quarterback. Yeah. And uh, at the time, Carson was, uh, I think a freshman in college, so I wasn't seeing any playing time or anything, but he was a Georgia quarterback. And I yeah. was like, I would love to give Carson a free video. Um, you know, is there any way, any way we can make that happen? Like, I, you know, I just want it for my portfolio. And uh, Denny Thompson, the quarterback trainer, he was like, meet me at this place uh, in like an hour. And I was like, what the heck? I was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> like, I don't got anything else to do. So I drive an hour to go meet him there in Jacksonville. And he was like, I would... He was like, I want you to film Carson, but I want you to film my whole ordeal. I want you to film like for us. And I was like, cool, like, let's do it. And so that's kind of how my sports journey started. Um, At this point, were you dropping a price on him? Or are you just like, no. I'll be there? No, <laughs> so it was, I didn't know how much I was gonna be working. I didn't know what I was gonna be creating for him. It was literally just like, I just said yes, and I was gonna figure it out later. Yep. Um, so I said yes, and uh, that was a month before COVID hit. Oh, um, that was in like February of 2020. And yeah, so I said, yes, we started to slowly work together and then COVID hit. So that kind of had a little, you know, put a little damper in things. And then, uh, yeah, we figured it out after that, um, kind of creating videos. I was pretty much like a jack of all trades, like graphics, photos, videos, yeah. TikToks, running social media pages. That's like five different job titles nowadays. Yeah. Um, and I was just doing it all because I didn't know what was, you know, that's ideal. kind of like so that's like the typical journey, though, for someone that finds himself in like a really successful gig is they go through a bunch of iterations and they pick up skills in all different areas. And then when the opportunity comes 
that can take it to the next level. It's like it's a little bit of each of those things yeah. that applies to to that opportunity. Um, I'm thinking now, though, like, what is the relationship like with the girlfriend after you drop out and, and you don't go yeah. back? Is she like supportive? Do you guys stay together? What kind of happens from there? So she's been supportive every step of the way. Like, she's awesome. Um, but at the time, um, I had met her on the first day of school, like the first day of college. I met Lena, my wife, and I walked up to her at the dining hall line and I asked her for her Snapchat and <laughs> she like did not look up at me like she was like not wanting to. Um, and then her best friend gave me her Snapchat and then she blocked me. <laughs> That's on the Snapchat. referral. What? She blocked me on Snapchat. <laughs> and then a year later, um we got back in touch and so that's how we started a full our, year you were blocked year. I nothing i talked to her on the first day of school got her snapchat i got blocked like two days later well you went up first day of freshman yeah yeah and then on the last day of school we talked for the like the first time since so wow. it was weird but so i had met her in school she had kind of known of me in school um and then we started dating when i dropped out um, <laughs> that next semester. Wow. And then we had talked about that whole semester. We had talked about me coming back to school with her, um, me, you know, finishing out my JUCO years at that school um, and just going from there. That was kind of the plan that we had made up. Um, <laughs> and then when the time came where my mom didn't let me go back, there was a lot of like resentment, like for me and her towards my mom, because yep. like it just didn't make sense at the time. Um, but during that whole that whole time of me starting a new phase of life, Lena was always super supportive. Um, she comes from a super small town in Georgia. Um, it's called Sylvester, Georgia. I, I doubt anybody's going to know what it is. Um, right outside of Tifton, Georgia. We got a lot and, of stick talk fans from there. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, it, yeah, yeah. And, um, so it's just, it was a different mindset that, um, her family kind of presented. Um, hmm. Her family is also very supportive of me, but they were just more so confused. Like, like what is he doing? Um, like, if if you're if you go to school in my wife's hometown and you're a woman, you're a teacher, a nurse, or you're in the school system. Of you know, you're like you kind of line up to these jobs, and yeah. you don't really expect anything else. Um, and so that was kind of her thought process. Was like um, with me, she wasn't. Um, she was just a little worried because she was, you know, she'd never really experienced any of that. And so was her family, um, rightfully so. And uh, we just were very, you know, communicative. We just talked through it all. Um, and I think my almost like sureness and like courage that this was going to work, yeah. like made her feel more at ease. Yeah. Um, and then also we're both very big in our faith yeah. and we knew that. I really felt like God was calling me to like this path and that I was doing the right things and that if I, if it wasn't going to work out, then there was going to be something else for me to do. Um, so that also helped us through, Just the you blind know, a ton. Faith. blind faith. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so long story short, she was very supportive through the whole thing, that whole phase of life. Um, so That's super awesome. grateful for that. That's awesome, bro. I guess one of my next questions is like, how does one get good per se uh, at video yeah like what does that process actually look like yeah because maybe for us could be in the cards you know producing this yeah podcast, i was gonna say i mean setting you guys up the are camera i've clicked it. like a couple i think i only know like two of the buttons on there 
So just, just the red button. <laughs> yeah, the red button, the on button, <laughs> and then. <laughs> yeah, we're already yeah, crushing yeah. it. The red button's record button, by the way. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always get it mixed up yeah. with the picture button, yeah. but it's yeah, all yeah. good. It works. So what's but, my uh, journey from yeah, here, yeah. right? <laughs> so honestly, it's it's whatever avenue you want to go into. Um, if you want to shoot all niches, weddings, and all this stuff, that's cool. But uh, I would try to dive into one that really interests you. Um, that'll help make the learning process a lot more fun and not yeah. so much like a chore. Um, but it all, I always say it just starts with the basics. Um, and also YouTube university, I've, yep. <laughs> I've learned everything I know from YouTube, um, as I'm sure a lot of people have, but, uh, yeah, it's just understanding the basics. Um, a lot of people who film, um, in the beginning stages, they leave their camera on auto. And a lot of people don't know that you can manually like set your settings to get the correct footage, I guess yep. you could say. And uh, I was on auto for like the first year. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't even know you could do that manually. Yeah. And then um, one day I tried to slow down my footage and it was like super choppy. I was like, man, like what's, you know, what's going on? And I looked it up on YouTube and I was in auto, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, so I just go um, and binge YouTube. Um, any question you have on, I mean, really anything is on YouTube. Yeah. So there's no reason that you can't progress um, through videography. Um, and it's also practicing as well. Like, I think it goes for anything, but you learn a lot more when you actually, you know, do, do it instead of just reading about it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. So I would just say getting out in the field, filming it, um, and just going from there. If you had to put a number on it, like percentage wise, yeah. how much of your success would you contribute to you being really good at your craft Yeah. versus networking yeah. and outreach? I would say... 70% networking, yeah, 30% video. Like the gigs that I've been blessed with, um, the people that I've met, uh, the jobs that I've gotten, like I feel like I'm a really good networker. Yeah. And so um, I'm also, I would, I would definitely say I'm above average in the video department as well. Yeah. So that helps. Um, but yeah, it was, I felt like it was just going above and beyond. Um, for the networking part uh, helps me get you know, a lot of the things that I have today. So I love that, bro. So your first pro sports gig was MLB, right? With the Rays. Yeah. First pro sports was MLB. Um, yeah. It was a job called the uh, LCC role, which is like live content creator. Um, so basically what that was is uh, you film all the home games and you film for the MLB, like the league. So you don't, I, I didn't work for the Rays. Like I wasn't a part of the Rays team. They just had the MLB just had me stationed there. Got it. Um, and so I was in charge of filming and taking photos of both teams. Um, so throughout the game, our job is to get the shot and whether it's a home run, big strikeout, whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, capture that in video or photo. Um, the MLB didn't really care as they wanted you to do what you felt most comfortable with. Yep. So for me, it was video. Um, so it was get the shot um, and then we would send it off to um our editors and mm. we would send it off to you know kind of like a slack channel so where yeah. um the rays could post it the mlb could post it um it was really just real time con real time content yep. and that so, gig came from networking or you just did really good interviewing um, how did that come networking um for sure so when i got that gig um i was kind of starting to find my way in the sports world um i had filmed I think for a year with that quarterback trainer um, and the whole time um, I wasn't looking to leave that job. I was really just networking like I was just 
seeing all these other creators out there doing crazy stuff. So yeah. why not talk to them, pick their brain a little bit? Um, so I was networking while I was at that job. Um, I also got into the Reese Senior Bowl, which is like a big, um, you know, bowl game for seniors in the college level. A lot of those guys end up being first, second round draft picks. Um, so I got to do that. That was kind of one of my first freelance things that I got on my own um, in the sports world. Um, I got to shoot a lot of quarterbacks and stuff, but all of that was kind of through the quarterback trainer. Um, and so that senior, that college bowl game was kind of like my thing that I got to shoot. That's um, cool. So that was really cool. And then right after that, I got to shoot with, um, he's the Colts quarterback, um, Gardner Minshew. And <laughs> what so a legend. He was, he was with Jacksonville <laughs> at the time. And uh, I, it was crazy. I, I did it for free. I just wanted to, you know, kind of get in his network, um, have that for my portfolio. Yeah. Um, and after those two things kind of happened, um, the job application came up. And um, I had been networking with um, a lot of LCCs, a lot of guys who had the position I wanted. Um, not so much asking for, hey, how can I get this job? It's like, what tips do you have for me? Like, what can I do better to just be a better videographer? And one of the guys that I um, got to talk to was the guy who interviewed me. And I had no idea. <laughs> I I'd networked with the boss. And I didn't know it was the boss. Um, so when we hopped on the interview, I was like, I was like, what are you doing here? And he was like, I, I run this. <laughs> I, was like, oh, I was like, oh, this is crazy. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I was like, this is weird. But uh, networking, I mean, long story short. Um, so, yeah, networking. What were some of your uh, favorite memories back in that quarterback camp? Oh, my gosh. Like some of the guys you met or um, some of the things you experienced? I would say COVID. So that was like, during COVID. We were we were training like all through COVID. Like, <laughs> well, you were in Florida. Yeah, so yeah. Florida, like, there was is like Disney World everywhere. Like no one really no stopped one cared. doing anything. Yeah. Um, they stopped doing stuff for like a month, and then uh, that was kind of like my first. It was that summer. Um, all, obviously, all the quarterbacks are out of school. Um, all the you know big time SEC quarterbacks are training there, and so I got to film with Carson Beck, um, Jeff Sims. I don't, I don't know where he's actually playing at now. Um, anyways, a, a lot of cool college quarterbacks that made me realize how much I loved being in the sports world. Yeah. Um, it was just fun. Um, and I, I was also their age, or they might have been a little older than me at the time. And so it just felt like a, a team sport, even yeah. though I didn't play anything. Like It was just so much fun to be able to interact with people in that environment. Um, and so I would say the summer of COVID um, was pretty crazy. I got to film Mac Jones. Um and he's the quarterback for the Patriots. But uh yeah, I would say that time. Yeah, I saw on your really website fun. you had like a Mac Jones testimonial as far. Yeah, he <laughs> he he gave me a testimony. I was not expecting that at all. But uh, I just texted a bunch of people that I've worked with before, um, texting a couple of the pros that I've worked with. And he was like, Yeah, dude, I'll give you a testimony. And I was like, All right, cool, send it <laughs> over. Uh so yeah, I feel like people think it's fake, but it's, it's real. <laughs> no, so it's growing up playing baseball and then having your first real professional sports game be at the race were there any players that you came across that you were kind of like starstruck by like oh shit that's yeah judge or somebody like that yeah, exactly him um so my first game was it's, it's kind of weird how it all happened um i moved down to tampa to take the job and at the time they already had an lcc with the rays but the blue jays since it was 2021 COVID was still a thing in Canada, like very so big in Canada. They were playing here? And so the Blue Jays were playing full pro games at their spring training facility. 
Okay. And so my boss was like, hey, how about we send you down for half the season for the Blue Jays? And then the second half, you'll just kind of like rotate in with the other LCC in mm -hmm. Tampa. And I was like, cool, like whatever you need me to do, I'm there. And so my first game was the Angels hmm. versus uh, the Blue Jays at their spring training facility. And it was also the day the day before I got engaged, too. So it was like oh, a wow. crazy weekend. Um, so Angels versus Blue Jays. And first person I get to take a picture of is Mike Trout. Hmm. Uh, that was like, I mean, he's on it's like, welcome all the to the video job. game. Yeah, welcome to the show. It's like all, <laughs> you know, he's on all the video game covers. Yep. He's the goat, like just the modern day goat. All the all these things are running through my head. Like, holy cow, like, this is real. Yeah. And the first photo I take, um, I sent it in, and it was just a portrait of Mike Trout, and it got plastered like all over MLB social platforms. Wow. And so that was also my first piece of content. Is there a first day jitter with shooting videos and photos? Oh my gosh, yeah, I, I was just spraying and praying everything. <laughs> like, dude, I didn't know what was going on. It was crazy. Just clicking all the buttons. Yeah, dude. <laughs> was Otani there yet? Um, oh, man, I think Otani was there, um, but he wasn't the the superstar that he is now. Um. I don't I don't know that he was pitching. I think he was like DHing or something. But um also I'm a huge Yankees fan. My dad was from New York. Um or my dad's family was from New York. And so I he grew up um I grew up a Yankees fan because of him and um followed the Yankees for years and then my first series with the Yankees um I was like, "Oh, I can't wait. Like I get to see Aaron Judge, uh, yeah. John Carlos Stanton, all these people." And John Carlos Stanton um, and Aaron Judge are both like uh, six, seven or something. Huge, it's crazy. Right? And they didn't come out. And so I was like, bro, of oh, course, damn. the one game I shoot, they're like sitting or something. You know, they're <laughs> not playing. And uh, so I'm kneeling on the field, taking photos of BP. And all of a sudden, uh, someone slaps me on my butt. <laughs> like just baseball tap right on the butt. And I turn around and I just... <laughs> just look up and up. it was Aaron Judge. And no he, way. And he was like, he was like, what's up, man? And I was like, why are you talking to me, dude? <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah. Um, and I was like, dude, like doing good, man. Like, have a good game. And he was like, all right, see you around. And I was like, that's what cool. What the heck was that, bro? Like, it was crazy. Um, that was my like, you know, welcome to the league. Like that's cool. <laughs> that was my favorite. That's cool. Yeah. Baseball's gotta be way easier than football. You know where the pitch is going every time. Yeah, it's true. That's, yeah, <laughs> football. True. It's like you don't know where the ball is going. Yeah, it's very easy to follow in baseball. Like football, there's so many moving parts, you know, across from each other. Yeah. But baseball, it's like everybody has their set position. They're pretty spread out. Yeah. Very easy to get the shot um, for the most part. So yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. What's like the the technical str like strategy behind shooting? Are you in yeah. one spot? Are you moving around? Are you like running to yeah. different spots? Um, in pro sports, it really just depends on access. That's kind of like the name of the game. Um, so each stadium is different. Um, football, baseball, whatever it is, um, the team itself they have their own rules about you know hey you can go there but you can't go here, um, things like that. Um, with the Rays, I was very blessed. Um, they're called photo wells and it's like where all the cameras kind of hang out yeah um they have four of them at the ray stadium and they let me go to all four which is like i would say rare in the yeah. baseball world um i've i've heard stories that like the yankees um people who had my job they had to like sit in one chair at one the well whole the whole time like oh, you can't move like you have to just take what you can get um so it's just the name of the game but as far as strategy goes like it also depends on the sport like football um, we're told to just like track the play. So we're yeah. always in front of the ball. Like they'll be throwing towards us. Um, so we can just try to get the shot the whole time. So, so if there's a new kickoff, are you like running the other end zone? Bro, yeah. <laughs> like it, it depends. Like, cause 
um, you know, you don't want to run to the other end and then them go go three and out and, and punt. Because yep. then you're going to run to the other end. You're just going to do that back and forth. So I try to like stay on like kind of parallel with them while they're driving down the field. And then once they cross like the 50 yard line, then I go to the end zone and wait for them to come to me. Because normally they'll be like on a good drive or something. Um, but baseball, um, it's really just follow the ball. Like, yeah, uh, it's it's such a guessing game on where the ball is going to go. Is it going to be a home run? Is it going to is the shortstop going to make a crazy play? Um, and the ball moves way faster in baseball, so yeah. it's just like it's just insane. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's it's different. But all sports are different. But it's fun. Ben, I saw you make a post about this on your Instagram, but you ended up taking a step away from baseball. Mm -hmm. Is that just to commit full time to football, or like what went into that thought process? Yeah, so the MLB job I had, um, I just finished up my third season. And so um, in my eyes, um, that that role is is kind of like an entry-level role in sports. Um, and it's a, an amazing opportunity for what you can get as well. Like, yeah. I mean, to, you know, I got hired as a 20-year-old and a 20-year-old filming Mike Trout and Aaron Judge, like that's the world. Like that's crazy. Yeah. Um, and so I kind of used it as like a stepping stone. Um, and I kind of set a goal for myself. Um, my wife and I were talking and it was like, all right, like if I'm not, um, you know, hired by a, a team personally or if I don't, you know, move up the ranks or whatever in three to five years in this that's at this entry level role, then I think it's like time to take a next step. And so, um, you know, I did that for three years. Um, I had done it for the NFL. I'd done it for the NHL. And I just made a lot of connections. I networked with tons of agents, tons of athletes. And I was just very confident in my skills to be able to kind of take these networking opportunities and run with it um, yeah. and kind of work with them on my own accord. And um, creating for the league is awesome. But at the end of the day, you have a boss over your head. And yeah. I would like to just kind of create what I want and what the athletes want. And so um, it was tough leaving it because that's what ultimately brought me down to Tampa, St. Pete area. Um, but yeah, I mean... It's uh, it's more just kind of taking a bet on myself, um, and you know, just another stepping stone. So now, can you use the footage that you shot at that job for your own portfolio? Yeah, so we can do literally whatever we want with it as long as we don't monetize it or sell it. You know, nice. so um, can't sell it like news stations or yeah, you know, whatever you want to do with it. But yeah, they're they're super generous with it. Um, portfolio, Instagram reels, all that yep. good stuff um so yeah it's it's been awesome bro that's, that one you posted about uh brady yeah that was insane yeah that's one of my favorites dude i was so blessed to capture his last season um he announced when i got the job he had announced retirement the yep. first time you were like oh and so dude, i was like oh great terrible who, who am i gonna film now <laughs> um, baker bro yeah <laughs> i know baker now yeah we didn't know yeah. we didn't know who it was gonna be yeah and then uh and then i got the job and then I think uh, I think it was that summer or whatever it was he announced yeah. he's coming back and I was like, dude, no freaking way! <laughs> so it was it was a fun time. He definitely he definitely looked forty five, but it was awesome. It was Any cool, cool interactions with him or some of the other guys? Um, I mean, football. It's really hard to have personal interactions compared to baseball because uh, baseball pregame super chill. Yeah, all the guys are just standing around for an hour taking BP. Yeah. Um, you're doing, you know, whatever. whatever. But NFL, once it's pregame, they are locked. not talking to anybody. Like, they are locked in. They're doing drills for a certain amount of time. They go back in, put their pads on, come back out, do drills, 
go back in, game time. <laughs> like there's no chill time. There's nothing. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like baseball, there's 162 games. So yeah, they like to like chill whatever. out a little bit. Football, you got, uh, what is it, 17, 17 18, yeah. right? Um, so each one is like a full-blown event, you know? Um, but with Tom Brady, I mean, I never got to shake his hand, sadly. Um, but I got to do a one-on-one -on -one shoot with him and Daddy Yankee. Um, Daddy Yankee announced that he was, like, retiring from touring or something. Mm. And then came down and had, like, a, I don't know, a meet-up with Tom Brady. Um, so I actually got to talk to Daddy Yankee a lot, like me and his video. Is he the one that's like super in his faith? Or I... uh, Daddy Yankee, no. Daddy Yankee's the guy who sings like Gasolina. <laughs> oh, okay. You know that song? That's so much different than that. <laughs> it's like a twerking song. Yeah. In the club. I know who that. I know the song. I didn't know. You know what I'm talking about? Just based off that song. That's. Yeah, 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 I think. I swear I saw something. I don't bro. know if he's in his faith. I could be totally wrong. Bro, I swear <laughs> I got. I gotta look it up. <laughs> No, bro. I Daddy swear. Yankee's not country. You know he is full you know? reggaeton. Yeah, this is. Hold on. Let's see. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, bro. This was He's December six. Daddy Yankee retiring from music to vote to devote his life to Christianity. Really? December six, two thousand twenty-three. I dude. I thought I was going crazy for a second. Yeah, Daddy Yankee to focus okay. on Christian faith after wow. reggaeton retirement. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. Crazy. So the same guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so he had just announced his retirement. Um, and then that was before Brady announced his retirement. But I think they kind of like knew that Brady, yeah, yeah. that Brady was retiring too. After um, that year. Yeah. yeah. So they had a beat up, uh, whatever. And then that was kind of like my closest interaction with Tom Brady was, I mean, we were from me to you with Tom. But uh, no, I never, never got to shake his That's hand. That's so though. sick though. Yeah. So, but yeah, it was, it was a blessing for sure just to be around the GOAT. How do you remember that you're actually working a job on the field? I'd be such a fan. Like, oh my god, <laughs> go go go, dude! That's like, that, that's probably one of the things. Like, I just pray sometimes. Like, sometimes I'll slip up and like say like, oh yeah, like let's go. And, but like, I pray the camera's not on me on the TV, or like I'll get booted. But uh, oh wait, they pan to you your camera no, on the live stream. Well, no. So like, if uh, <laughs> say somebody scores a touchdown. And like they have the camera on the player, like I'm right next to the player, like filming him. And he's you know, like, so if, I, if I'm fanboying on TV, like <laughs> I'm gone. Yeah. So I'm just like, you know, I gotta catch myself sometimes. Dude, like what about what about what's the K Fitz getting booted for the? Tiger? Oh God, yeah, K Fitz. So if y'all know the K Fitz situation, no. How do you get okay. booted for that though? It's not even his fault. Okay, <laughs> I'm not gonna go into too much about it. Uh, but K Fitz, that's his Instagram handle. Um, he has the same job I do, but they okay. just have him placed with the Miami Dolphins. Okay. Um, and he's Tyreek's personal videographer. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We that meant, that we video like guy. blew up. Like that was. Yeah. Oh, was and where he took the phone and did the backflip. Yes. 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 And then do y'all know Cam? Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Uh, uh, so like Cam and K Fitz are really good buddies too. So okay. I don't know if y'all ever ran into each other, but um, it was a whole ordeal <laughs> where. Um, Kevin K. Fitz was filming on his phone. Um, the NFL likes phone footage. So he was filming on his phone. Tyreek scores a touchdown. Tyreek comes over and grabs Kevin's phone <laughs> and does a backflip with it. And the NFL was like flipping out over it. Or not the NFL. Everybody was flipping out over it. And that whole situation escalated. Like they were, you know, trying to... I don't, I don't know the whole situation... I'm still employed, so I'm not trying to say anything. <laughs> but the whole situation escalated. Um, Kevin ultimately got, like, quote-unquote suspended from filming games. Um, and, yeah, but he is still Tyreek's personal videographer. Um, 
And yeah, so that's kind of the whole. Ca- Is he like case. not supposed it's, to like uh-huh. give his phone away? So to the it was a. He also did a little bit of celebrating while okay, okay, while okay. Tyreek did the phone thing. I got you. Um, but we're not supposed to. The NFL players aren't supposed to use props for celebrations, and so that was also a prop. And then it was a whole thing where like, I think they got upset with Kevin because Tyreek got fined. For it and like okay. maybe they were upset with Ke- I don't know. They probably just yeah. assumed they planned. Yeah, exactly. I think they thought they were playing because they were boys anyways. Yeah, that um, makes sense. So his personal brand though probably blew up from that. He made a video and it, he, <laughs> dude, the whole like nation was against the NFL. Yeah. Like they started oh, calling it the No Fun League, <laughs> and no fun bro, league. everybody was so mad at the NFL asking for Kevin's job back, like all this crazy stuff. But he got like probably 100k followers from that. Wow. And wow. Uh, yeah, he went. He's that man's he's smart and he's only 20 and uh 20 years old 20 years old and he is very smart you know he knows what he's doing good for him love kevin though dude that's awesome yeah so (laughs) i'm trying to i'm trying to stay on the good side of the nfl (laughs) so i probably won't be you know giving phones away or anything so yeah so speaking of the nfl you're going out for super bowl weekend yeah so sadly i won't be there the whole super bowl weekend um but i am going uh We'll say Monday. So I'll be going Wednesday through Friday. And uh, that's because one of my clients, Antoine, he'll be out there for the whole time. Um, he's nominated for an award and they're going to present it during halftime of the Super Bowl. Oh, wow. Um, and so up until then, we're going to be um, just filming YouTube content for him, um, just, you know, vlogging in Vegas for him. And then, um, yeah, and then there's a couple of new connections that I want to explore um, and they'll also be in Vegas. And I just figured it was a good opportunity to absolutely do. network. So yeah. dude, everyone's um, there for Super Bowl. Exactly. Weekend. So even yeah. if it's a you know a, a dud for the pocket, yeah. like it could ultimately lead to oh, that'll be even one new client from that very trip much. Is, bro, one Super Bowl week, we should just go there and like post up with a set. Be like, hey, you want to? No, come exactly. On? Yeah, that'd be crazy. <laughs> like oh my god, that would be insane. <laughs> oh, so dude, yeah, yeah. Going out to Super Bowl and getting the guys yeah, that would be insane. Everybody in. Everybody's gonna be there. It's yeah, everyone. So yeah, that's I, the place but, uh, to be. I bought my ticket like two days ago. So oh, nice, very, dude. Very last minute. Nah, I'm dude, right. it's actually fairly. I was looking at flights for Vegas to travel. From Tampa. Yeah, it's like three hundred bucks round trip. Oh, it's not bad at all. Which is not especially this close <laughs> to time and Super Bowl weekend. Dude, like, they just know they lower the. Oh price yeah, hey, you guys want to go? It's <laughs> low key. I kind of want to go. Bro. Yeah, and then like <laughs> just Air, the network. Airbnb's got the hookup. So okay. Yeah, it's crazy. Not that bad. I think it's pretty cheap because they know you're gonna blow money there. That, that's what I was so, getting at. Yeah. It's like, yeah. dude, they they know like, they, once you're a little there. compensation right there. Oh my so, god! I want to yeah. I want to talk about the personal branding stuff you're doing for guys like Antoine because yeah. I know you mentioned you're transitioning into more of an agency model as well. By the way, Winfield. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, Antoine Winfield Jr. He's a uh, starting safety for the Buccaneers. He's a dog. All like pro. Him. I'm a Saints fan. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> respect. I'm like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bless. He's a, he's a dog for sure. But yeah, but yeah, talk about that transition into helping. I love the like helping athletes make their personal brand off yeah. the field. That's fire. So yeah, yeah. so that's that's really that. the whole gist of it. I mean, um, I just launched a creative agency to basically help athletes kind of set themselves up for success after their pro careers. Um, and so my whole thought process on it is, um, while these guys have these big platforms on national. TV, yeah. like we need to be capitalizing on all the content that we can be making, all the extra eyeballs we can get on their social pages. Um, just because ultimately more eyeballs to your page means that whatever business endeavor you take after your career, there's going to be more people supporting that. Um, ultimately, just setting athletes up for success financially. Um, and that's 
also a big thing is some athletes don't plan very well and after their professional careers when they don't have any money coming in it's they have to go get new jobs they mm -hmm. blow all their money on you know houses whatever it may be so i would just love to create content for athletes but also like not just giving them benefits of growing social media for numbers but actually using those numbers to benefit them financially um to set them up for success yeah so um that's kind of you know what i wanted to go into after i left the mlb um i just didn't know what capacity or how i could scale it or you know all the really fundamentals i needed to know i just knew that i wanted to work with athletes personally and help them rather than working for a team or a league um i do still work for the nfl but it's i only not only i love that job but um, it's a lot less time consuming than the MLB. Um, MLB would take up about, I don't know, 120 days a year. And the NFL takes up 15. 15 so, days? Yeah. Yeah, because so, just Sundays, right? Yeah, for so just Sundays and only home games. Oh, wow. Um, and, you know, they'll have me do cool trips every once in a while, but it's not 120 games. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I left the MLB to have more freelance time to kind of figure this stuff out with athletes personally. Um, oh, so, yeah. Dude, it's so ideal. Yeah. So it's fun. Um, it's I'm a little nervous, but it's exciting. So. Yeah, but that's probably the same feeling you had before you did all the other things you told us about. Exactly. I mean, nervous is, at the end of the day, just kind of like a form of excitement. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, if I'm not nervous, then, you know, probably I'm not, not passionate doing the right about thing. It, you know? So um, it's going to be a good phase. Uh, we'll see where it goes. And, dude, wait, so you're 23, 24? 23, yeah. Oh, Damn. my God. Younger yeah. than us. Yeah, I was doing the math when you were, you were saying, though. like. How are you guys? 24. 24. 24. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you guys are so much older. Okay. I'll be 25 in a month. The way you said that with the cigar uh, going up like this, oh, kick yeah. your feet up. <laughs> Damn, bro, we're getting old. Okay, yeah, okay. You know, it makes me feel old. 19 like, was like five seconds ago. Right at the, right at the front desk when we're buying the cigar, it's like, you need to be this old to purchase a cigar. And it's like February 5th. 2003. I'm like, <laughs> 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 that shit, like, don't lie. That, that makes you. No, yeah, dude. Like, you used to look like, at that oh, growing dude. up, like, 2003. Man, yeah, dude, like, that's that was, 20. Is that that's 21 year olds now? Yeah. yeah. 2003. Dude, LeBron was drafting. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. Yeah, that, I was playing 2K3 back then. <laughs> <laughs> that puts it in. Larry Bird, corner back. three, fadeaway cheese. Yes, bro. sir. <laughs> Used to be the oh, glitch. Man. Um, what's like the craziest DM you ever got? Where you're like, holy shit. Like from player or like anybody that's like I love your work. The Matt Moore one was pretty funny. <laughs> the Matt, the, I mean, if if I didn't get the Matt Moore one, I might not be here. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, so that was pretty crazy. Um, I'll tell that one. It's he's not an athlete or anything. Well, he is an athlete. He's gonna dunk, dude. He can uh, dunk now. Can he dunk now? <laughs> yeah. I didn't see it. Oh, I man. saw a video. Well, in, in I got I got to look at it. Anyways, um, Matt Moore, we got connected over one of my reels that went viral, <laughs> and or semi-viral. And he sent me a DM. It went in my unrequested or my requested. So I looked at it and it was a video. And I was like, <laughs> what is because if it's in the requested, you can't see what the video is. You have to like click it to see what it is. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, dude, I'm going to open it and it's going to be like, <laughs> it ain't going to be right. <laughs> so I opened it and lo and behold, uh, Matt Moore was um, just reaching out, wanting to connect. And then obviously fast forward led me here. Um, but other than that, I mean, crazy DMs. Um, y'all know John Morant? Yeah, yeah of okay. So it's not him, but <laughs> his videographer uh, like reached out and was just like saying, love my work. And I was like, what the heck, dude? I was that's like, crazy. you filmed Jaw. Like, that's crazy. It's just crazy. 
Um, Poor guy's filming John with like bulletproof vests. <laughs> He's yeah, yeah. Behind, behind yeah, yeah, yeah. Plexiglass. And, and now, now he's jaws out for the season too. So that sucks. I'm yeah. sorry, I had to. But, say this. I was gonna say um, they got hired a videographer. <laughs> Every time he went on live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, man, honestly, I can't think of any that come Dude. to mind. Um, yeah, I those don't are know. both good ones. Um, yeah, I don't have any athletes that come to mind. Uh. Brett Phillips, he was a player for the the Tampa Bay Like, I was a legend, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a great memory. Just walk um, off in the World Series. Were oh, you my filming gosh. That? No. I, I joined Dude, the we were, year, di- joined we the were in a college dorm dying laughing because when he hit the walk-off, he, like, kept running the bases. The it looked like he was high on drugs because yeah. he was, like, on <laughs> bro, such an... Bro, how could you not be? Yeah. <laughs> bro, it was the craziest moment. That was when Randy, Rosarena, like, went back and then went home. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Summer that was fucking it over hilarious. Home. Yeah. Unreal. But, um... But yeah, probably Brett Phillips. Um, we got connected over DM and then started filming a little bit together when he was with the Rays. But uh, I do a lot of the DMing. So yeah. Yeah. I don't really get that many. I just, I'm very annoyed. You got the greatest so. lead magnet in the world, bro. Here's my video of Bryce Young. Yeah. Oh, dude. Spinning. People. That video is so cold. I didn't know that was you. I was going uh, through your Instagram today yeah. and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was me. But like, it got, I think, 1.5 mil. And I honestly not- think when Bryce Young's career is over, he's going to be like, this no, dude, <laughs> it's a cool clip. It it was oh, a two point conversion. Like <laughs> yeah, but you like, were so high on that dude. I'm a Saints fan. Oh, he went to the Panthers. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But uh, <laughs> that is very true. But it it got like 1.5 million views and tons of comments, and not one of those comments was positive. <laughs> Bro, they were all hating on what? on him, and I was like. Any publicity is good for me. Yeah, I was like, y'all real. keep going. Because there was like a couple of hate comments and it was before it went big. And I was like, oh, these are awful. Like, I'm going to yeah. delete them. So I deleted like two of them. Next morning, 100, 100 hate comments. And <laughs> I was like, like right. keep going. <laughs> I was like, Just, Name of the game. Unlucky. Yeah, yeah. Bro, I thought CJ Stroud was a bust. After his test scores came out. Did you hear about that? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like a brand new test. The whole, the whole point of the test was that this new test was going to revolutionize the pre-draft process is yeah. going to replace like the Wonderlick, which is like quarterback intelligence. And it was supposed to test like awareness and reaction time to see if like you're good at getting to your second and third read. And CJ Stroud like flunked Dude, it. And he, was, <laughs> and he was the only one. He was like one of the only ones who bombed it, bro. Yeah. Like by a mile. <laughs> Looks more comfortable than any rookie quarterback. Oh my god, he looked like Tom Brady this year. Yeah, dude, dude. it was so good. He put up like 50 points in his first playoff game, right? Dude, he yeah, crushed the Browns crazy. He literally just shat on the test the whole year because, like, he just feels so comfortable in those situations. So, what are they gonna do with the test? Scrap it, right? I, dude, I don't know after that. They were trying to, like, like, literally, like, sunk the company. (laughs) 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 Probably did. Because it was like a new company, and this whole thing, I was reading about it, they were talking about it on another podcast. That I listened to, but they're like trying to make new PR spins about what the test is really about. But they had to like change it because just got this. Golly, and this just come from quarterback with the the state record for touchdowns. Oh yeah, whoa, <laughs> we're still tied. I think nobody's uh, like four or five people have gotten eight. But <laughs> nobody's gotten nine yet. But going back to Carson back QB one. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> back in the day. Okay, know, yeah, the time. glory days. <laughs> you, were, you were still a sophomore. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. He was in but, fan club. Uh, was it in New York? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but my my best receiver my senior year, he was only a freshman at the time, Colby. He's playing at Georgia now, so hopefully him and Carson Beck have a lot of highlights this year. He's a freshman? No. No, no, no. So he was a freshman when I was a senior in high school, but he just transferred from Miami to Georgia. 
Oh my gosh. Bro, yeah, I, I was that was a crazy pickup for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's super sick. Penn State, Bama, like everything. <clears throat> Dang, that's crazy. Yeah. So I'll be a Georgia fan this year. Okay, there we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'll be a Georgia awesome. guy. I got no Did team. Go dogs? Is that what you Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we throw some barks in there too. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, the one clip, my favorite clip. <laughs> oh, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I think about, I know right? what you're talking about. Orange haired kid who's spray painted white. He's like, go dogs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the most unhinged. <laughs> yeah, I, they're crazy fans, but. They're, they're, <laughs> we're good. We're good. We're good. For, for Colby and for you, I'm, I'm a yeah, yeah. Fan. Okay, I can buy that. Yeah, yeah. Go dogs. Are you actually a Bama fan? Yeah, I mean, we have some history. Like our uncle played there. Uh, he, he well, played okay, you should have let off uncles. with that because yeah. now the whole podcast. I'm like, man, he's he, got a Bama he played fan. there as he was what backup quarterback probably at the time. Yeah, he was, and, a, he was a big recruit, but he only stayed there a year and ended up going out to start his business. With yeah, but he ended up rooming with Dabo Sweeney. That was his roommate. Bro, I didn't know Dabo went to Alabama. <laughs> yeah. What? That's why he was like rumored like, oh. Oh, going to Saban? Whoa, I did yeah, not know that. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Dude, that's sick. So they were rumored with Dabo? <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. All right, yeah, you could be a Bama fan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then Uncle Mike, giant, didn't he block a field goal or some crazy? Yeah, and like the orange bowl or something. He's like, this guy's not blood related to us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he's like a 6'8", like, Beast. giant German dude. Yeah. He's just... Dude, that's sick. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Heck he, yeah. He played there and, and started and had a, had a good career there. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Man, yeah, we, we come from a football family. I love it. I Our love grandpa it. Uh, basically tried out for the Jets with Joe Namath. Like, I was just at... Just uh, Yeah, I, get, I got a cool picture, actually, of them when I was back home because it was just his 80th birthday, so yeah. they're bringing out all the... The old pictures. I gotta yeah. try to. I started being a Georgia fan. Um, I moved around a lot as a kid, yeah. mm. and I started in Florida and then ended back up in Florida for high school. But I lived in Georgia, right around Atlanta. Um, that's that's my gramps with Joe Namath. Bro, that's sick, <laughs> dude. At, uh, it says two jet pilots get their heads together. Head coach, quarterback, Ray Stan receives some advice from Joe Namath. What a media line during casual moments. Clickbait, right there. Studs. Yeah, that's OG yeah, copywriting. But I'm I moved uh, I moved to <clears throat> Peachtree City, Georgia. Uh, what grade is that? Third? Man, I can't keep my grades right. <laughs> second and third grade. I was in like two years ago. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, second, whatever, whatever. Second and third grade, I was in Georgia, um, and that's kind of when I learned what like college football was. Mm -hmm. And in Jacksonville, Florida, there's no like you don't have any college teams. Yeah. So. One of my really good friends there is a Georgia fan, and so I just kind of hopped on with him and yeah. watched games with his family and stuff, and you know went from there. Dude, and then college football. I didn't start being an NFL fan until Gardner Minshew came to the Jags, um, <laughs> just because moving around so much, like I didn't want to pick another team and then yeah. leave and stuff. So, um, in in like, oh man, what was that? Senior of high school, Gardner Minshew comes to town <laughs> and just. Minshew mania, the mullet, the yep. mustache, and everything. If you, if you ever shoot a if you ever shoot a Steelers player, just like let me know where it is so I can make sure you're safe and everything. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh my gosh. So yeah, that you yeah, don't yeah. get any. Intruders. I don't die. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I just I just I just won't tell him that I'm a, a Jags fan. But, no, I'm uh, saying I'm a diehard Steelers fan. So oh, you're a Steelers fan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We own you guys. No, you don't. <laughs> at at the Steelers place. Great. Oh my gosh. <laughs> when was it? it? Sounds like he shoots quarterbacks. I mean, <laughs> Blake Bortles beating do us you, in the. Do you believe in Kenny Pickett? No, he can't okay. say. I was gonna say if he said yes. It's okay, just, I was. Well, no, because you're a real Steelers fan. Because I was making sure. Yeah, I believe yes, in the two-headed monster of Najee and Jalen Warren. That's what I believe in. I you, you guys have a lot of good pieces. It's just not yeah. together. Yet. I think I could beat Najee Harris. 
He had the seventh most rushing yards in the Dude, NFL. He looks so slow when he rushes. I guarantee you, he's I would still love to fast. Know Forty though. Yeah. I guarantee you, he's still fast. But yeah, I guarantee you, shot. He's probably a four six. What do you think? I'm a. I love that you guys got George Pickens and Darnell Washington though. Those and are my, um, my dogs, bro. And Broderick yeah. Jones, left tackle. Oh yeah, talk about him. We got some Georgia guys. Najee Harris, forty time. I'm gonna say four six. Uh, four four five? Oh my god. No way. Yeah, it's <laughs> no. Oh, he's so slow, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's you four eight with pads on. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Seventh most rushing happened. yards in the NFL, bro. The better than any Saints running back. Menchu, I listened to him on this podcast called Part of My Take. He was talking about college. <laughs> he lit, this guy's nuts. He wanted to get a medical red shirt. So he, he banged his hand, bro. Yeah, yeah. Drank a bunch of whiskey. Took his hand and just hit it with a hammer to break it. <laughs> no. Because he wanted to get an extra year of college. He wanted to get a year, another year of college. You, they allowed that? Couch. No. <laughs> no. Well, he told the story, but they didn't know. He oh, he did. just said he broke his hand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he did. He, what a he legend, broke his bro. hand. Bro. <laughs> what a legend. He's crazy, he dude. He always travel around like an RV. Just yeah. Like home or something. I don't know what he does now. Um, I don't know if he sold it or what. <laughs> like he had it up for sale like two years ago. But uh, the first time I ever met with him and, and shot with him, I mean, epitome of like a, a college frat guy. And <laughs> dude, like... He is the, he's so nice too, but he is the funniest guy. Like, I mean, just making the raunchiest jokes. Like, just, he's, dude, he's, he's a ball. Dude, great. I was so happy that he got a chance. I love Anthony Richardson. Colts, Colts. yeah. Colts. yeah. yeah. I'm a, um, I just made the playoffs if the running back didn't drop the pass. Should have had JT out there. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing. Yeah. That was questionable. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big Gardner Minshew fan. Um, but yeah, I, I also got to film Anthony Richardson. Um, at the the QB trainer, and so and I got R15. to follow him. He's a freak, bro. I got to follow him like through Florida and uh, to the Colts. Um, and so I was kind of bummed because I was a big Gardner fan, and yeah, I knew that when they drafted AR, that yeah, he, he wasn't going to really get any playing time. But um, I'm not thankful that Anthony got hurt. But um, it they was pretty cool. To, to play, yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool to see them both play. Um, so we'll see what you know Gardner does next year, but he had a pretty good year for the circumstances. So oh, great, they were supposed to be bottom of the league. And yeah, Shane Steichen's really good. Man. Yeah, that coach. He was the one who took the Eagles and made them into a powerhouse, and their offense collapsed. And got, got yeah, <laughs> Jags absolutely fumbled this year. Went from eight and three to nine and eight. I know. I bet uh, the New England division, bro. They at least did that. What? I bet like four hundred bucks on them to win the AFC South. So. Well, they held on. We, we made every quarterback look like Tom Brady. We made Jake Browning, the Bengals. <laughs> yeah, yeah I remember that game. Threw for 400 yards on our sales or something. And then who else? Uh, uh, CJ Stroud, his first breakout game was mm-hmm. against us. Crushed us. I mean, dude, it was just, it was, it was. Well, you own the Steelers, bro. <laughs> you can have that. Hey, yeah, except you can for have the towel that. that. What's up? What are your thoughts on Trevor Lawrence as a Jags fan? <laughs> I, okay. <laughs> I love the man, <laughs> but he is a turnover machine, yeah, dog. Yeah, with fumbles, too. Bro, that's what I I'm saying. I, I'm not even upset about the interceptions because he's a gutsy guy and he's still figuring it out, but he's taking a little too long to figure it out. <laughs> so I'm not upset with the interceptions, but he's got like, I didn't know how many. I think he has like the most fumbles in the league for quarterback yeah, in the past two years or something crazy. Like, no, Nobody's Bro, more but what's 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 bad about media these days is that this pains me to say, he has identical stats to Daniel Jones, and the in New oh. York New York wanted Daniel Jones's head. 
And but everybody's oh, praising dude. Trevor. You know what I mean? So oh wait, you like, guys didn't even win the division. You fumbled the no, whole thing. No, that's what I'm saying. The Texans did. Yeah, that's so bad. It's yeah. all about the market, bro. New York, yeah, New bro. Yorkers are ruthless. Like, no yeah. one in Jacksonville really cares. No, <laughs> sadly. But uh, yeah, I mean, I love Trevor. I hope he Figures brings us out. home a chip. I love Doug Peterson, dude. Love yeah. Doug yeah. Peterson. I love all the offensive weapons, but yeah, I mean, it's tough. Our O line is kind of garbage. So Etienne is, is a dog, dog. yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, yeah. didn't you guys get the brother? Yeah, we did. Etienne's Travis, little brother. Uh, we got Etienne's Travis Etienne's little brother. To Georgia, right? Yeah. yeah I, th- I thought you were crazy about switch. First, I, I mean, that's like, a bold move going from Florida to Georgia or <laughs> vice versa. Like that's just within blooded. the SEC. Yeah. yeah. So, that'll be a fun game if they, if they go. A, oh yeah, they will. That was like Bama's receiver, their best one. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, Bond. Yeah. Right. Not wait. Bama's best receiver. Burton. Burton. Trey Burton. Oh, from Georgia to Bama? He went from Georgia to Bama. I was very pissed about that one. Yeah. <laughs> and then our other receiver that went to uh, Aiden, Aiden Mitchell mm-hmm. that went to Texas. Yeah. Like All of our boys yeah. left. And I'm like, you don't want Make three chips? Make room for, uh, <laughs> for Kobe Young. And Texas exactly. is, uh, yeah, Texas is going to be Dog. good, Texas bro. Texas is going to be in their SEC now. Yeah, that's really annoying. Do they still have the all quarterback the or is it going to be uh, Yeah, they still Manning. got him. Oh, I Dude, just, I, I heard. Archie, bro. Um, I heard. I'm not gonna say who said it, but he's a SEC quarterback. Said that Archie Manning is garbage. Really? What? Yeah, I heard that Archie Manning is garbage from an SEC quarterback. Dude. The knock on him was always that the high school he played for was like really low competition. So that's why he excelled. Obviously, yeah. yeah. I don't know. He's a Manning, bro. I'm not gonna. Well, yeah, exactly. I'm not gonna count him out. Yeah, I mean, he's a Manning. So. But yeah, the word on the street is that Archie sucks. So. <laughs> if I was you, I would infiltrate SEC football until Texas gets there, just to meet Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, my gosh, dude. Genius plan. I would love to meet Matthew McConaughey. He seems like the most genuine, you know, superstar-esque person <laughs> yeah. that you can meet. You yeah. see the new tequila brand he launched? No. You did it? I'm just going to buy it. Bro, it's called Pantalones. <laughs> and, he, and their whole tagline was, uh, apparently him and his wife created it or something, but he said the tagline is like, it's the best thing we've created with our pants on. <laughs> I, was like, hey. I feel like it would be like, drink this and your pantalones are coming off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Something like they that. They can go 10 different ways with so, that name. Exactly. That's so, awesome, dude. Make some shit like that sound cool, too. Yeah, if exactly. If that, they'd be like, yeah. Yeah, he was yeah house. apparently he was saying that like the the alcohol industry is too serious and stuff so he was just like i like it. that like, yeah let's just make it fun so dude he makes everything fun green lights right yeah i want to read it bro dude Have so good good read Super oh my good. god it's just entertaining bro yeah he was just he literally just did a, a music video today with zach bryan he's just doing <laughs> the random stuff yeah he <laughs> acted in zach bryan's music video okay and it's like it literally looks like uh what, what was the old movie he was in days and confused so far he's yeah. like ripping cigs like outside the dive bar okay and that's like the scenery okay except it's obviously him now it's just so cool like all the different projects you guys got any other good reads mm. i like i'm binging mafia books right now so really okay <laughs> okay the book that inspired goodfellas is fantastic wise guy okay okay now i'm reading underboss the guy that like turned in john Gotti. Damn, these are crazy. Green lights. So good, bro. Yeah, green lights is, okay. is green lights solid. That's like one of the books that's just like do that, do entertaining. Oh, because he narrates it, right? Yeah, that's yeah. bro. That's, why. that's what I loved about David Goggins' books is that David's yeah. like talking. And I'm like, dude, this. He's is not sick. talking, bro. He's or, yelling. He's not, shouting, bro. I guess he's wait. No, he didn't narrate it. The other dude did. Oh, his uh, his writer the podcast guy, and like they yeah, 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 that whole thing. But um, I loved his books. But my wife's a huge reader. 
I bought her a Kindle and she reads like a book a week <laughs> or something crazy. And it's a great uh, pre bedtime activity. Yes. Um, get off, get off the blue screen. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so I'm trying to read a little more as well as read my Bible. But need to yeah, I mean, that's number well. one, bro. Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. I guess that's a great segue. How does the Bible apply to, uh, I guess, what you're doing in business? Yeah. I always find that interesting. I mean, all the success I've had is like a key to the people around me as well as God. Like I couldn't do any of this without God leading me through this path as well as Mm. people around me. But as far as business goes, um, I've tried to be really, um, I guess, just strong in tithing. Um, That's like a very controversial subject in today's um, Christianity and the state of where it's at. But um, just with all like, you know, the the fraud and, um, you know, big lead pastors getting cracked down for just you terrible know, things, you yeah. know, terrible things. Um, but ultimately, um, those pastors aren't our God. Like, yeah. just like Matt Moore said, I actually got this from him. Um, just because my pastor um, is human or, you know, does something like, you know, Sinful. get caught in fraud. Um, he's not our God. He's just a vessel that God speaks through. Mm-hmm. Um, so that shouldn't affect our relationship with God. Um, so I'm really appreciative for Matt for that. But yeah, tithing has been huge for me and my wife. Um, you know, I'm, I've never been rolling in the dough by any means. Um, <laughs> and even when I first started um, working for the MLB, like that was my only gig. And I'm not really supposed to say how much it paid, but it paid like under a teacher salary. And I, I wasn't really picking up any freelance gigs. Mm-hmm. Um, and luckily, Lean and I were, <laughs> were smart, um, somewhat smart with our money. And we were in a you know a one one mm-hmm. um, apartment, and so we we made ends meet, and uh, yeah. But I started tithing after that first year of MLB, um, and Lena and I saw a drastic change. Um, you call it what you want, call it luck, you know, whatever. I call it blessings, and um, it's just been a huge part of our life. Um, tithing has been insane. So when you tithe, are you yeah. just giving directly to a church, like yeah. charities? So um, we give it back to Radiant Church. That's the church we go to. Um, And the reason that we're so confident in where our money's going is um, not only, you know, do we believe that even if we're giving to where we're not, but say we're giving to a pastor and he turns around and blows all the money on cars and houses and stuff. That doesn't mean our tithing was bad. Like his actions with that money was bad, but our tithing was still right in God's eyes, like our hearts were in the right place. And so that gives us a lot of confidence to give wherever we're at. Um, And so even if we say go home to Jacksonville, like, and we'll tithe at that church that day. Um, But uh, Radiant is super huge in their missions and just the mission field in general, um, uh, just doing great things in other countries as well as the States. Um, and as well as just growing radiant church in Tampa Bay, um, in the, you know, this area of Florida, um, we've just seen a lot of growth and the impact that it's had on our lives. Um, we just wouldn't want to give anywhere else. Um, we'll, uh, you know, if there's charities and and stuff like that, we would definitely give, we wouldn't be, you know, weird about it or anything, or we only have to tie to this church that we go to or whatever. Um, it's yes, exactly. It's. Um, our pastor said it, you know, give the first 10, um, percent of, you know, everything that you make, 
because ultimately at the end of the day, like that 90% that we keep was like never ours to begin with. Like everything that we have on this earth is his. Um, and we're just blessed to like, I guess, kind of utilize it and, yeah. you know, so just give the the first 10% and he'll bless the 90. Um, and so that's kind of our mindset, but yeah, that's, that's the big key in business for me. Yeah. Cause um, I think a lot of entrepreneurs get so caught up in yeah. like the, the money and they yeah. make the income or the MRR, or yeah. their revenue, like they're God. Yeah. And as soon as you do that, like you lose yeah. every single time. And it's super hard to, to not yeah. do that. You know, it's, it's when you start seeing, you know, commas come in and the experiences that you can get with that money, the places you go with that money, it's super hard to detach from it. I mean, mm. it's, it's awesome. Like I've gotten to experience some of those things, but um, at the end of the day, I just have to take a step back and realize like um, I've, I've been blessed to travel a lot. I would not be able to travel anywhere or keep a roof over our head. My wife and I just got a house. Like none of this Congrats, stuff man. would happen if God wasn't in the picture. Um, I mean, I, I still talk about it this day. Um, like I said, I'm not rolling in the dough. My wife's a teacher. <laughs> She's not rolling in the dough. I don't know how we're doing it. Like, I don't know how we bought a house. You know, I don't yeah. know how the, all this other stuff works out. Um, I just know that we're trying to do the best we can with what we have and mm. do right by God. And I mean, that's all and we can it's do. It's working out. So, and it's working out. So I love it, bro. I'm gonna, we're going to keep on keeping on. So I love it, bro. Yeah. I feel like recently, at least maybe it's just my algorithm, but there's like a, like definitely a wave or an increase in just the amount of people like talking about their faith in Christianity. You just got like a lot of podcasters like George Janko is a great example. Just watch that, that one. That I love. Yeah. Um, he's bringing on guys like Tony Robbins yeah. and questioning them on their faith and even like Jake Tate. Paul and Tate. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that, that one about faith one. was crazy. Dude, that was insane. Yeah. Um, and again, I don't know if it's just my algorithm, but like I'm seeing like all these yeah. different creators uh, starting channels that really incorporate their faith. So I guess my question to you is like, is that a path you, you mm -hmm. eventually want to go down as well? Yeah. With your content creation? I mean, I always want people <clears throat> to know my experiences and the, you know, the reason of how I got here, mm. um, how God's helped me along the way. I never want <clears throat> to put it to the point where I'm, I'm shoving it down people's yeah. throats. I don't want to push it on anybody. I, I just want to kind of set an example of like, this is the way I live. And I, I almost want people to be curious of like, how is he... Um, I'm not trying to say that many of these things, but like, how is he so joyful in that time? Yeah. How is he this way, th that way? Um, you know, when people could be other ways. And um, I really just want be people to be curious about things. And then ultimately, like, just kind of have subtle hints of Christianity in there. Yeah. Um, and kind of just let God do the work. Um, and let them find let it Let them themselves. explore. If they have questions, of course, they can ask me and I'll talk to them all day about it. But um, and, and then on podcasts and, you know, I'm very public about it and open about yeah. it. But it's not something where I'm gonna, you know, tell you that you need to convert to Christianity or you're going to hell. Like that's just I personally don't think that's the way to reach people. No, it's not the approach. Um obviously it works for some people, like yeah. the people who stand out inside the road with yard uh yard those sticks. Guys are, those and guys are a little crazy, yard signs man. and stuff. And you know, obviously if they feel called to do that, um, hopefully they reach some people. But uh yeah. the way I would like to do it and the way I think God is kind of leading me is is growing my personal brand, um, reaching other people with these athletes, and then hopefully them finding me and then finding kind of the reason why yeah. I'm here. So it reminds me of there's, I think it's in one of the gospels, but like we're called to share the gospel 
but only using words if we must. And so like, it's just basically trying to say yeah. like, be like live a life that people will look at and, and kind of question as to how you're doing yeah. all these things or living so joyful and you're not telling them what you're doing. You're showing them yeah. by your actions and the yeah. way you live. I love that. Yeah. I'm definitely trying to be better about that every day. Cause, um, you know, sometimes you just kind of assume people are, are not Christian or mm. just by their actions. And I'm like, man, like, do people think that about me? Yeah. Like, do I need to be better and more self-aware? Um, so it's just a self-conscious decision every day to try to live it out. So. Absolutely. But yeah. I love that, bro. Oh, yeah. Lightning round? I got a good one. All so right. lightning rounds, here's a few quick questions. Okay. Meant to get the creative juices flowing, get you thinking. Okay. Um, they're meant to be quick, but some people struggle. But let's see if you got it. <laughs> oh, if you could film or shoot for any three athletes, dead or alive, all time, who would they be? Dead oh, or that's alive? A great twist. Yeah. Roger Federer. Oh. Dude. Um, Derek Jeter, and who? I know. I think probably, I, probably Trevor Lawrence. Okay, <laughs> I I, gonna, I'm probably forgetting many athletes, yeah. but those yeah. are like I was waiting for Kobe, bro. That was oh, fire, though. I will say I've never been an NBA fan that mm, much. Um, that's fair. The the Magic are doing well, so I might hop <laughs> on that train for oh, the time bro. being. Yeah, bang. Yeah, Kara. dude. But uh, but yeah, so solid. Who would yours be? Trevor Christian? Jeter. Trevor Jeter and Federer. Uh, Federer. Federer. Yeah. Oh my God. Bro. It's fire. Yep. Mine would just be Tiger Woods. That's it. <laughs> a great one. I won't even one. be able to pick up a camera after that. <laughs> <laughs> Who would yours be? Uh, Drew Brees, number one. Oh. That was like my idol. Yeah. LeBron James, number two. Oh. And then I would say Paolo Dredge Bush. <laughs> okay. That's a great okay. one. That's a great one. Because that was when I like first, like, fell in love with football. Yeah. Was just you are old. Like early. I was always like the kid. That was like way college. back in the days. <laughs> I remember I being saying. in like grade school. He like told me about Reggie Bush. Well, I was like, who? For reason, <laughs> we went to school together. For reason, I like Drew Brees. <laughs> yeah. I played with him on a video game. Yeah. So I became like a Saints fan the same time he was going there. Okay. And then Reggie Bush got drafted by the Saints. Number two overall. That year. Oh, so that just makes it. So I was just binging like his highlights. <laughs> Dude, his highlights That's were so sick too. Oh my God! And then who are yours? You said Jeter. Oh no, I didn't do mine yet. I would do oh. M Michael Jordan, okay. greatest athlete to ever live. You say LeBron James, Steph Curry, best shooter to ever live. My inspiration, okay. my hero. And then uh, Troy Polamalu on the Steelers because hey. you would just oh, that would be cool. you would go viral every sick. five seconds. That's like he'd true. jump in the line <laughs> and true. stuff. Big head and shoulders guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah remember the commercial he did with the uh, um, seeing your shadow? What was it? The Groundhog Day. The Day. Yeah, that was one of my favorites ever. I love Troy Paul. Troy would give you a lot of viral clips for sure. sure. Dude, what a legend. Wasn't he like super short too? Yeah. He's a fucking dog. He hit like a train though. Yeah, dude. Know. Oh my God. Was he a Hawaiian or what was he? Samoan. Samoan. Oh my God. Missed that guy. I Missed that defense, Washington. bro. That was an OG team. Steelers were cool back in the days. So they were anymore. cool. Not anymore. Now They're we have Mike Tomlin and we're not cool anymore. Kind of sad. <laughs> sad. Um, yeah, Broncos are more sad. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, my question is, if you could put out one last piece of content that gets a message across that kind of defines where you're at now and what you want to share with your family, your wife, your mom, whoever else, what would you say in that message? Like if I was dying tomorrow? And Essentially, like, if and you couldn't put out any more content for whatever reason. Okay. Like you could not post another YouTube video, Instagram. 
<laughs> yeah. We're not going to go yeah, that yeah, far. Yeah. Well, I was trying to think. Your camera go. broke. Who knows? Um, gosh. There's one piece that I really want to do, and it's almost like a movie. Um, not about me. It's it's about um, – I don't want to, like, say it all because I feel like someone's going to do it. But <laughs> uh, long story short, I want to get athletes who are very strong in their faith, like professional athletes, and almost oh, do, dude. like, a, a like testimonies of, like, how they got to where they are in their faith, how they got to where they're at in their career, and, like, why they publicly share their faith. Just to kind of, I feel like the world today is kind of pretty jacked up when it comes to uh, religion and, you know, just people kind of saying whatever they want about Christianity. Yeah. Um, and so I just feel like that would be a very, like, bold statement of these athletes to, like, publicly do. Mm. So um, that's a one piece I really want to create. But as far as, like, a personal piece, um, I honestly would just love to almost make like a compilation of like all of the moments of myself on the internet. Yeah. Um, and, you know, end it with, you know, like kind of like a love letter to my wife and future kids and my parents. Um, kind of so they can like, I guess my kids can kind of see like this, yeah. this, you know, two minute, three minute montage of like what dad was like in, you know, his youth. That's awesome. You know? Um and so I think that would be a really cool just last piece of content to go out on. Yeah. So Dude, if even I retire, that first idea, bro. Yeah, <laughs> if you retire. That first idea, I mean, there's yeah. a lot of guys like CJ Stroud yeah. is is very outspoken. Even Brock Purdy yeah. is very outspoken. That's what I'm saying. I'll, I'll get something in the works. CJ Stroud, where he like thank God and everything. And it's like I like to thank my Savior or Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And they bleat like they, they cut, cut it. it from national television. Yeah. Which is insane. It's uh it's modern day media. Like, you know, yeah. um they don't they don't want that out there. But yeah, I mean it's just it's just sad to me, like that people think they have to cut stuff out like that because it's gonna offend somebody or whatever. When in reality, like I mean, if if you want freedom of speech, like <laughs> well, I mean, what do you you know, why are you cutting <laughs> people's, you know Freedom of speech freedom of speech? But uh it was actually pretty funny. Did any of you guys watch the Pro Bowl? No. no. Okay. <laughs> it, it was it was actually a lot better than I thought it was going to be, surprisingly. Um, but I forgot his name. He's with the Saints. Who's who's Mario the, Davis? Is he the out like preacher guy? Yeah. Like yeah, out, yeah, very yeah, outspoken. Yeah, yeah. He's the one who won the defensive MVP. I think so. Dreads? Yeah. Yeah, he Bigger was guy. the one with the post game interview. Yeah, it's him. It's him. Eric McCoy, who's Okay, it's him. Um, he's a very outspoken Christian yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, and he got interviewed in the Pro Bowl. Uh, I don't. I don't know why he got interviewed. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, oh! That's the da da da. Um, so he got interviewed, and first thing he says is like, um, "Yeah, like I, I'm so happy to be a part of this team. Um, you know, thankful for my teammates, but ultimately, I'm happy to be part of uh, the team of God." And then he started going like five minute ramble, and then like yeah. the they started like trying to ask him questions to like you know cut it. Yeah. But uh, I just thought that was really cool. Like people are like just standing up now, you know, like they're not really. Yeah. They real. I feel like people realize what's going on, and so they're like saying it anyways, like just to kind of you know put it out there. Yeah. So. I mean, dude, you work I love so it. hard all your life. You win awards like that. Like you did, you earn the platform at that point. Yeah. And and I mean, dude. At the end of the day, if you use your platform to speak about Jesus, isn't that way better than speaking about Lord knows what else? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like that's such a wholesome way to use the platform instead of 
not trying to name any names with John Morant with a gun or like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. just that, you know, he's yeah. probably, he's probably a good guy with that one incident. Yeah. Um, but just stuff like, like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. One incident. Yeah. You know, it was an accident. You know, but, uh, but yeah, like it's, you know, that's a pretty good way to use your platform. So Tebow's kind of started that wave, man. Tebow sure did start that wave. It's pretty crazy. I would love to work with him too. Yeah. That'd be awesome. I'm sure he'd be a part of that video. Yeah. That would be awesome. That would be legendary, right. dude. Last question. What is one sporting event that you would love to shoot? Can't be football or baseball. Oof. I have two. Okay. It's got to be. I'm not going to see. Um, <laughs> Wimbledon. Yep. Oh, dude. That's exactly what I thought. <laughs> or, um, gosh, it's like tied. I would love to shoot a surfing event at Pipeline in Hawaii. Oh, Damn. wow. Um, yeah. I I love o the ocean and just how it looks <laughs> in film. Mm. And I just think Kelly Slayer going through, I don't even know if he does it, but just like a, a crazy surfer going through the Pipeline um, in Hawaii surfing, like that would be the coolest That would be a sweet film. shot, yeah. Uh, but I would love to film a Grand Slam, any Grand Slam, uh, yeah. tennis Grand Slam, but obviously Wimbledon is the peak. Mm. Um, that would be really cool too. Masters. A big time fight. Oh, yeah. that would be really cool too. Masters would be crazy. Masters or like a Tyson Fury fight or something. Dude, yeah. yeah. Those yeah. would be crazy. Yeah, the video with him getting like carried out on the throne. On the throne, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. Those would, yeah, those are mine. Atmosphere, like a big fight. Yeah, it's true. Just but depends yeah, those on are, the sport. Those are mine for sure. So yeah. mine, mine would be the Masters too. Golf is tough though. Like how you track the ball. Like. You don't track it. <laughs> yeah. You just like, I, dude. Those TV guys. Yeah. No idea how they do it, bro. Yeah. Like, they insane. are dialed on the ball, and I'm like, you guys get. You probably you probably don't get paid enough <laughs> no to do way. what you do. No so, way. So, but yeah, it's golf would cool. be sick too, though. But yeah, yeah. Well, dude, that was that was a lot of fun. Appreciate you coming yeah, on man, and I appreciate sharing you guys your story. Um, the last thing we always like to ask is if you can let the audience know, um, really just where to find you online. Yeah, so um, I guess all my social handles are uh, Bloomberg Film, my last name, B-L-U-M-B-E-R-G, Film. Um, and then also our new creative agency, uh, Creative Juices Agency. That is the uh, agency name. Um, and then my YouTube channel is also Bloomberg Film. Yeah, so, you got a lot of helpful videos on there. I was scrolling I try, through before. I try. I, yeah. I learned everything I you know do off of YouTube yeah. University, so it'd be nice to Give you know, back. help some people out. Yeah, so, dude. Yeah. Well, dude, appreciate you coming on. Hell yeah, appreciate it.